Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. guys welcome to the 16th episode of three terrible gamers here with colin as always and we have a lot to talk about today a lot went on this week in gaming news so let's go ahead and just jump right into it we got the critic scores for you guys for god of war and sonic frontiers so let's go ahead and just start with god of war colin god of war what was it a 94 metacritic from what my research as of yesterday. Yep. So, I mean, obviously it's a good yeah. game. Personally, wouldn't know. Mission <laughs> <Thought laughs> has mentioned before, but you know, when it comes down to it, God of War has always been a good series. So, I think the ninety-four percent is pretty accurate from what they're given. Yeah. All right. Um, go ahead and hit Sonic Frontier. Well, I see how it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sonic Frontiers came in way behind at 72%. So, obviously, not as good as a game yeah. as God of War Ragnarok. But at the same time, I think it's higher than, I think, the past 10 years of Sonic games combined. Like, not combined, like, obviously score-wise, but I think it scored higher than the last 10 years of Sonic when they released. Obviously, they don't release every single year, but yeah. it's higher than what... It's the highest it's been in 10 years. There's what I was trying to look for. Yeah. Well, that's just because Sonic games haven't been, hasn't been great the past 10 years. Arguably 20 years. But yeah. I'm used to slapping open world and it automatically gets that much better. Yeah, most of the time. Sometimes they mess it up. But. Yeah, God of War, Ragnarok. I mean, that's just, at least in 94, that's really expected on a God of War game. If it's not in at least 90 or high 80s, there's something. It's concerning, really. But God of War, they always score pretty high because they're always just pretty good games. They always throw their best developers on boards, though. As a first person, first person, first, well, I mean, a first party title, I guess, exclusive for PlayStation. But yeah, you said uh, 94 had 126 positive, zero mixed, and zero negative for the critic side. And that's pretty good. Having zero mixed and zero negative, that's hard to do for a game. And 8.3 for the user, 8.3 out of 10. Um, Sonic Frontier, 72, 35 positive, 22 mixed, and 3 negative. The only, like, the main complaint I've seen is, like, the story, 
it seemed like it was more thrown in than built a game around it. Like they just wanted, they knew they wanted to make it open world and then they threw the story in is basically what people feel like is going on, which may be the case. And then um, on the critic side, it actually had a higher user. I mean, that's on the critic side. On the user score, it actually had a higher user score than God of War at 8.7 versus 8.3. But that's just, you know, just people coming in there and rating it on Metacritic. So that's nothing to look really into. I would say God of War is probably the better game. But... That doesn't mean that Sonic Frontiers isn't a good game because I've seen a lot of reviews on it and a lot of people just say that the story is not, you know, it's just thrown in, but the actual gameplay itself, it feels really good. And Sonic, he controls well and just the open world, just it's good to explore and everything. So it seems like that they are pretty happy compared to the past Sonic games. We've got recently. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason why Sonic probably scores so high on the personal level was because it's obviously on every single console. While, like you said, God of War is only on PlayStation. Yeah. And a lot of people have been wanting a good Sonic game for a long time. So they said that they, it just feels like the old 3D Sonic games, like. Sonic Heroes and Sonic Adventure and stuff like that. They say it goes back that far to feel like a good game again. So I'll I'll probably end up picking it up on the Switch eventually just to try it out. Sounds like a All right, moving on. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet leaks early. And it's not supposed to release until November 18th, but what do you think about just video game? Like, it seems like almost every new video game recently has been leaked early. What do you think about that? Sure. I mean, this one being a less, I mean, at this point in time of recording, it's less than a week until it gets released. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it sucks for developers since it's supposed to be a whole entire thing. It sucks for people in the community that actually keep up with it, too. But at the same time, it's also, I guess, a curse and a blessing at the same time because you get, if you are interested in gaming, you can't wait to see it for yourself, buy, do whatever, then, you know, you get to see it, see what it's. I mean, not necessarily all what it's like, but you get to see how it's going to be, what, what it is, which the research that I've done, spoiler alert, I mean, obviously it has nothing to do with the story, but it has, the in the leaks, it has yeah. 16 Paradox Pokemon, which I don't know what the, I'm assuming it's a type, like, they got different stones and everything, so I'm assuming it's like something like that. Never been a huge Pokemon person, so don't crucify me over this. And then I think it released all the evolutionary lines of every single Pokemon in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the beginning. I think now the actual, like, the full game is out. Like, the whole ROM and everything, like, for both games is out. So for pirates out there that emulate illegally, they are able to grab the game. Um, There are spoilers, like you said, the evolutions for all the new Pokemon and stuff. 
um, there are parts of the story, but a lot of people, they're like, what can you really spoil in a Pokemon game? But this Pokemon game specifically is the first of its kind. Yeah, Legends Arceus was open world, but that was a, not really a spinoff, but kind of like a spinoff. It's not a main Pokemon game. So this is these are main Pokemon games that are open world to an extent. So it's the first of its kind. So I guess that's more of a spoiler. Just people. It's ba- this topic is basically a warning to a lot of you because a lot of you are Pokemon fans. Just watch for spoilers online if you don't like spoilers. So, um, just it seems like every new game recently has leaked early. God of War did. Sony themselves leaked it. <laughs> And then uh, Sonic Frontiers did, and other games. So I don't know if it's just developers just can't wait to get it out, and they're leaking a little bit of stuff, or if it's just people getting early copies and they're not following the rules like they should. If that's the case, I could see a future that different developers or well, different part, uh, different companies won't give early access copies anymore for review. Which would, that would suck. The people ruining it for everybody, but I don't like, I don't like them leaking early. I I just, I'd rather wait until it's time and then read reviews about it after everybody's got it instead of seeing stuff that I'm not supposed to see yet. But, Oh, yeah, I bet you think it's different than what it was 20 years ago when we first started playing games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. That's still rough to say. Two decades ago. <sighs> Old. <laughs> no, but... We've never been real big Pokemon fans, like you said. I think we just what, collected cards a little bit when we were younger, but mainly done Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, maybe done Yu-Gi-Oh. I mean, as an adult, I went back and I bought the uh, original, I think Pokemon Red, and played it a little bit. Hmm. And you know, on the Game Boy, well, whatever. I can't remember what I. I think it was on the 3DS. Yeah, it was on the 3DS. Oh, Virtual Console. Yeah, and I mean, oh, I, no, I didn't buy the actual original one for the Game Boy. Like, because obviously I don't got an actual Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Original dinosaur anyways. <laughs> but I played a little bit of yeah. it on there, but other than that, no, I never got into it gaming-wise. Yeah, I never really got into it. I mean, I watched the cartoon when I was little, but <clears throat> I never got into the games, uh, except for last year when Pokemon Legends Arceus came out. I got it, and then... It was really fun. I even got Summer and Cole into it, and they really enjoyed it. It's, it's pretty fun. With it being an open world, and you can pretty much do whatever you want. You can go around catching different, you know, species and stuff with Pokemon, and just that's pretty fun. And the, but the mainstream Pokemon, I've tried to get into it. I just can't because it's more of the. Right, which Arceus is two. You take a turn, they take a turn, whatever. But by 
you can train your Pokemon so much by the time you meet them, you can, a lot of the time you can just kill them one, like you attack first and you kill them one hit. Like you're, you're that strong. If you take, if you train them that much, which I did for most of mine. It, well, from what little bit I played on the original, it was pretty much the same way. If you just say, for instance, my starter that I chose was Charmander. I went through and hmm. I just ranked them up to Charizard max level. And the time at that point, like you said, at the same time for the original game, it was the most battle. Yeah. There may be something to get into. A little bit, you know. I may try going back to play the old ones or something, but for right now, Legends Arc is pretty fun. I hope they keep that Legends series going. But moving on, got a little into the weed there. Support for Three Terrible Gamers is brought to you by Manscaped, the best of the best in men's below the waist grooming. Recently, I have been using Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and I dare say the greatest ball trimmers ever. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000K LED spotlight, which helps to reduce the risk of ingrown hairs and grooming accidents. You thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and the Travel Bag to hold your grooming must-haves. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. So if you want to join us in our Smooth Ball Fall movement, I have a deal for you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code 3TG at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code 3TG. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job at Manscaped. Now let's get back to the free terrible gamers. Nintendo financial report for quarter two. Wow, Nintendo financial report has appeared. <laughs> uh, so quarter two sales I think it was 2.41 billion dollars but they only netted 771 million profits from it which is still a lot right I mean it's just under half half and then some is what they walked away with but you think the time that actually goes in the time making the material and then obviously paying all the employees to Right. And they came out obviously seven hundred seventy one million dollars richer as a company in just one quarter from the last. Yep. I got the numbers here. Hardware was actually down nineteen point two percent. Well, I thought I seen like seventeen percent. It may have changed a little bit. It may have. But software was up one point six percent. So do you think that hardware being down 19.2%, is that a sign that the Switch is slowing down on sales? Because you know the Switch has been selling and selling and selling ever since it came out. So do you think it's just a, just a hiccup, or do you think it's going to start trending down? Well, I say 
mean, the Switch has been around for five years. It's pretty much time for it to start turning down of what they are going to get out of sales. So, I mean, it makes makes sense that it's just naturally dropping. Granted, almost 20% is not a good thing, but at the same time, it could be right. time for them to re- reinvest on either making a different type of Switch, not counting the OLED, or just doing something else with it but at the end of the day still next gen like i said it's just nature of how the stuff falls the consoles you bet what normal consoles last seven years roughly for a new technical generation but i mean yeah technically the switch is coming to an end generation yeah okay i've seen a lot of people online where saying that this is it's the end of the switch the switch is dying you gotta think as of right now there's 114.33 million units sold that's counting the switch the switch light and the oled but think that's a lot of switches out there so there's only so many people you can sell to so if a lot of people in the world have switches then yeah it's going to slow down and like you said it's five going on six years in march it's time it's going to start slowing down i don't think it's going to just completely stop and nobody's going to buy a switch no that's not it but it is going to slow down well i mean i was doing another little bonus topic is the wii u got released on november 18 2012 so it basically lasted just under five years until the switch came out so i mean like i said just naturally it's about that time for it to technically be over anyways and like you said if that many people who already have switches not counting the previous you know five years of buying you know like you said it's just probably enough people's anybody's one of the switches got a switch at this point basically. yeah and now software they've sold 117.59 million units. That's a, that's the most software Nintendo has ever sold for a console. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible where you go head-to-head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff, just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. 
Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. That's no software counts like games and stuff, don't it? Yeah, that's games, digital games, physical games, any games that's sold on there, whether it's their first party titles or not, it's all games sold on their console for their console. And I'm assuming like the their version of BC and everything else. Right, right, yeah. But just I'll give the top three here of all time on the Switch sold games-wise. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, number one, at 48.41 million units. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Animal Crossing New Horizons, 40.17 million. And Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, 29.53 million. And then I'll give you another one. Legends of the Breath of the Wild at 27.79. So just Mario Kart 8 Deluxe itself... 48.41 million, and it's still selling. It's part of their Black Friday deal. It's going to keep selling. That's why they're not making it in Mario Kart 9. Not bad, and I think they pretty much ran out of track ideas. That's why they're just not doing DLCs and stuff for previous. Oh, I'm sure. It'd be hard to keep coming up with tracks and stuff. But just speaking of Splatoon 3, though, it's going to be in the top 10 for sure because in its first three weeks, it sold 7.9 million copies. Yeah, we covered that on the previous, previous way back episode. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that high yet, but. But it broke records for the first, what was it, week? few days? I think it was the first three days. Three days. So, yeah, it's definitely already carving a path. And as mentioned before, it's you can play online on it. And that's really the only first party Nintendo game that's mainly known for it. It's like pretty much Nintendo's quality. Right, and I have never played a Splatoon, but I'd like to try out Splatoon 3. I know you've tried it out. Gamefly, still not a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Nintendo, I think they'll give one more run for the Switch. They'll come out with a one more version of the Switch before they call it done and go to next gen. It, I think it probably won't come out until 2000. 
maybe late next year. 2023, late 2023, early 2024. Ashton stamp of approval. It's not a guarantee, but it is an approval. <laughs> I think that they'll give one more run for the switch before they call it done. I think they're still trying to catch the PS2 on the all-time top-sold console. Now, are you counting uh, game-exclusive consoles in that thing, or just an actual new Switch? Uh, new Switch, like a 4K or some other type of revision. Not like uh, if they come out with a Zelda Switch or something like that. As you're saying, because you know that since they're trying to bring that back, especially with these next two Pokemon games, but they'll definitely do that with Tears of the Oh, yeah, they should. And if they do, I might have three switches. I <laughs> <laughs> you guys know that Ashton is responsible for three of their total buyouts, or two of their total buyouts. Two right now. And Summer's in the, in the she's listening, so she can hear me talking about it. I will buy a Zelda Switch if they come out with it. I just want you to know that. All right. Hopefully it's not that much. Yeah. They should just include it in the bundle and sell it for the same amount as the OLED and knock the OLED down to 300 and knock the V1 switch to 250 or just quit selling it all together. But I don't know. I'm not Nintendo, so I don't know what they do. You just tell Nintendo what to do. Yeah, I'm telling them what to do, but they don't care what I have to say. All right. Sony is reportedly working on a Horizon MMORPG. What's your opinion Project on that? H is what it's referred yep. to as in Sony headquarters. Mm-hmm. And yet again, it's another cinematic game that is switching over to massive multiplayer online. I mean, obviously the game's already an RPG, so but for all of you guys that didn't know what that what MMO stands for, that's what it stands for. So they're changing a cinematic game and making it to kind of a World of Warcraft type of style. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just all online. If it works, yeah, it's all online, online only. I mean, I know companies have toured with it in the past, but Sony usually, and it's usually a third party, like, it's usually Activision that tries stuff like that, not necessarily a third party. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I mean, if it works, good for them, but at the same, well, I mean, but they could also be looking at it, like, what I said with Splatoon. It's not really, I mean, yeah, I guess technically it would be to an extent an MO because it is, but at the same time, it counts as a shooter because it's still like six for the most part. But as far as it being like an open world, uh, like I said, kind of like a World of Warcraft situation, but the I think the downside of it is, is where it usually, it usually has that cinematic experience to it. I think it'll withdraw from the gameplay of it a little 
can't make something. Yeah, I agree. And be all right. It'll lag too bad. Yeah. Unless you got a... Which I'm assuming... I haven't seen. They're, I'm guessing they're just going to release it on PS5. I'm assuming. Which makes it even harder to have good graphics and still keeping the game running smooth. Right, unless they would just release it on PC, which they're not going to. Probably go to both PlayStation and PC. Yeah, which I think a lot of games from Microsoft and Sony in the future will go will release both on PC and their dedicated platform. Oh yeah, that seems like a common game for you. Normally, people don't do that, do that as Nintendo. Right, which they have talked about it, but I don't think they will. Like I said, in the future, I say pretty much everyone's everything's gonna be cross-platform. That's third-party titles. I mean, like I said, you keep your few first-party titles, but like I said, in the next 20, 30 years, I'd say that it'll all be pretty much cross-platform game style. And it should. Just that way, everybody can play with each other and don't have to buy a specific console like we did back in the day. Back in the day, just a couple of years ago, when we all decided to switch over to switch to play 2K. Well, yeah, well, 2K still hasn't made it cross platform. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just that genius back on there. Yeah, anyway, Horizon, they're doing a lot of stuff with the Horizon series. I mean, they came out obviously with the Horizon Zero Dawn back on PS4. Horizon. Forbidden West just came out February this year and there were reports of them already making a Horizon Zero Dawn remake on the PS5 and now they're reportedly having a Horizon MMORPG so this series it's a pretty cool series I've always wanted to play it but once again no PlayStation to play it on Um, it just looks really really cool to play and I don't know how well this would work. It being that that setting for that game, I don't know. They, I mean, they're smarter than I am, obviously. But I think it would just it'd be a weird game to try that with. Yeah, because like I said, World of War. That's what the game was made for. The whole thing. That's what people were used to. Like I said, you go from single player to, I'm, I won't over-exaggerate probably, but, you know, 100 people in one party. Yeah. I mean, shoot, even but, extra person will make a big difference. Yeah, and, well, Sony apparently was uh, Horizon Forbidden West wanted multiplayer, but Guerrilla Games, who developed the game they kind of just put it on a shelf for a later series and this may be that lady later series i don't know so it i mean it could be cool with it being part of the horizon series but we'll just have to wait and see how it plays out all right moving on to our last topic of the day netflix 
is making a Gears of War film. A lot of gaming films coming out in the open now. Seems like we're talking about one every week. Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, it's been ever since video games have existed. I'm not going to say video games exist because I still haven't seen a film. But, like, as far as console gaming goes, it's, I mean, like I said, it started out with Super Mario Brothers. You know, it was out for, I think, three or four years, and then they got a TV series. So, I mean, basically, since the beginning of gaming, that's always been a thing. Yeah. And with hits like Sonic and everything else in the past couple of years, everyone's like, okay, we need to try to with all these different franchises that have been out. Because Gears of War has been out for almost right at 20 years. 16 years. 16 years. I was thinking yep. it came out in 04. Yeah, I just, I looked it up the other day. But still, it's been, they've been out for Almost 20 years. But the part that I liked about the background of it was I think Dave Batista is in on it. So I think he's going to be one of the main characters in the film part of it. He wants to be pretty bad. I seen him uh, online. He was posting a picture of him in the armor. And he said, yeah, I'm ready to go whenever you guys want to start it. But like I said, it's I'm 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 excited over it in all honesty. But at the same time, it's it's pointless. It's been done yet again since the beginning of console gaming. So it's a trope that's pretty much wore down, and I don't think it's going to stop until every major company is touched. No, I don't think it will. Like I mean. We got the Mario Brother coming out. We got um, Gears of well now Gears of War, but we got Metal Gear Solid and uh, it's still a rumor. Huh? I said that's still on a rumor stage. The gear, the Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, was it not rumor five? I know we covered. It was, but they pretty much confirmed it. Mm. I still can't remember until it happens. Like Gears of War is happening. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's, they've already announced it. But uh, like in the past, they've done Resident Evil, and they even have a Halo TV series on Paramount Plus. So there's a lot of gaming stuff out there, which is pretty cool. But not every game needs to be part of a movie; it just needs to be in the game. But Gears of War, that's one that could be really cool because I played the first three Gears of War games all the way through, and I didn't play four all the way through, but Four or five. five yeah, there's five of them now. I played the first three, but not the last two all the way through. I did play them. They're really fun games, and I think that's something that Netflix could really work with making a good movie for is Gears of War. Just the way the story plays out and everything and all the characters. Uh, but after the film's done, they want to also make an adult animated series to go with it. So it'd be a TV series after the movie's over. So like kind of like a Futurama, Family Guy, Simpson type situation. Yeah, 
I guess they just keep it on going. And then they said there also could be more after that animated series. So we'll just have to wait and see how it all goes. But in my opinion, in my opinion, it doesn't matter much. But in my opinion, this is the game that makes the most sense to make a movie out of just the way everything is set up in the game itself. Don't don't consider that with Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man, they they're um, didn't have news for a while. Um, don't even get me started on Tom Holland. Tom Holland can be next Zelda. I mean, no, he's not. Yeah, he can be Zelda because he's a girl. Look at him. <laughs> that ain't a man. That ain't Spider-Man. Spider-Woman. That ain't. A... Might as well have had Zendaya be Spider-Man in the movie. Anyway, if if Tom Holland is in Gears of War, I'm not watching it. Gears of War, you mean uh, Legend of Zelda? Either. It's a, if, I mean, he's in everything now, apparently. So if they put him in Gears of War, I'm not watching it. If they put him in Zelda, I'm not watching it. I don't. I haven't watched the new Spider Man. I've watched one Spider Man with him in it. And I didn't like it, so I didn't watch it. He's just not Spider Man. Same thing. I've watched all the uh, Avengers movies, so he's in for. Yeah, he shouldn't be. The first three Spider Man movies are the best. They should have just left him alone after that. I believe that's all the time we have for today, though, isn't it? Oh, topics, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's time to. So, yeah, just I uh, went ahead and switched over our YouTube channel to both of our podcasts. It's called Two Terrible Podcasts now. So it has both of ours on there instead of just under the Three Terrible Gamers. But go subscribe there. <laughs> yeah, we'll have three eventually, but not right now. <laughs> Get these up. Uh, and noticed first. And then we work on our third one. We already have plans for a third one, but not not yet. But yeah, just follow us on Instagram. Follow uh consider becoming a patron, join our Discord, all that stuff. Colin, you have anything? No, I think we hear everything. Just don't forget to check out our sponsor somewhere in this episode. Yep, it'll be out in the middle. And uh, share a podcast with a friend that enjoys gaming. Or even if they don't enjoy gaming, just share it with them anyway. We are hoes. Toss us around. We are gaming news. That's right. Gaming news throughout the week. Well, see you guys later.